Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence, and by Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. This is AutoLine Daily for March 9th, 2011, and now the news. And for several years now, we've been reporting on how the Chinese car market has been growing at rocketing rates. But now, that growth is starting to slow down. And some analysts are warning that China could be hit by overcapacity, which could hurt profitability in that market. But with China slowing down somewhat, now comes news that car sales just hit record levels in India. With a population almost as large as China's, many automakers see India as the next big thing. Car sales in India are about one-fifth of what they are in China, but few doubt they will grow a lot more than where they are right now. And it looks like Ford is testing its export opportunities out of India. It's shipping 1,500 of its Figo subcompact car from India to Mexico. And speaking of booming car markets, Brazil is one of the fastest. And there's a major war going on between Volkswagen and Fiat to see who's number one in Brazil. According to Wards, Fiat held the top spot in sales for the last 11 years, but for the first two months of this year, Volkswagen is number one. Third place goes to GM with Ford in fourth. We all know Volkswagen's on the warpath. It wants to surpass Toyota and become number one in the world. As a province in PX Empire, Audi wants to become the largest luxury brand in the world, surpassing BMW. To reach these goals, the company is investing heavily in new technology, introducing 13 new or upgraded models this year. And it's aggressively expanding in markets around the world. Bloomberg reports the BRIC countries, Brazil, Russia, India, and China, are a big part of this strategy. Moreover, Audi's net profit jumped 50% last year, and now the company says it might even build an assembly plant in the United States. But Toyota has something to say about VW's plan to dominate the world. The AP reports that Toyota predicts it's going to hit 10 million car sales by 2015. That's three years ahead of VW. Plus, it wants to get to an operating profit of $12 billion as soon as it can. And to help speed up decision-making within the company, Toyota is slashing the number of board members it has from 27 today to only 11 starting in June. When Chrysler was ruled by Daimler, it decided to drop its Ram van and start selling the Sprinter van instead. Then, when Daimler dumped Chrysler, the Sprinter van was no longer part of the deal. As we've reported, Chrysler will start selling a couple of Fiat's small commercial vehicles in the U.S., but they're not here yet. So Chrysler will offer a utility version of its popular minivan. Called the Ram Cargo Van, this 2012 model gives buyers a large amount of interior volume, flat floors, and the convenience of dual sliding doors. It's powered by Chrysler's new Pentastar V6, which gives it an 1,800-pound payload and the ability to tow up to 3,600 pounds. No word on pricing, but look for the spacious workhorse at dealerships in the third quarter of this year. Pixar just released a new trailer for the upcoming Cars 2 movie. In this installment, Lightning McQueen, voiced by Owen Wilson, travels overseas to race in the World Grand Prix. He travels with Mater, 
voiced by Larry the Cable Guy, and the two get caught up in an international espionage ring. Of course, there are many other anthropomorphized cars that join in on the fun. Like most Pixar films, the animation looks fantastic, and I'm sure this is going to appeal to a wide range of age groups. Look for Cars 2 in theaters this June. And coming up next, it is time for You Said It. Reducing exhaust emissions, aerified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability. DowAerify.com. Okay, you've heard what we had to say. Now it's your turn. Bob in Atlanta wants to know what Ford's going to do with its stock. He says, Regarding the big payday for Ford CEO Alan Mulally and Chairman Bill Ford and previously announced profit sharing with FOMOCO employees, can these be signs that dividend payouts for the poor common shareholders of F will resume soon? Bob, I've got to believe we will see a dividend coming from Ford. It can't report these kinds of profit numbers and not take care of the shareholders, but I'd expect to see Ford pay down a bit more of its debt then declare a dividend. Truman Lewis saw the video clip we ran of a team of horses pulling a semi-truck out of a snowbank and says, those horses were Clydesdales or some kind of draft horse, big, and did all that work with four horsepower. Wonder what the OPM, oats per mile is. You guys are still number one in my books. Who's number one, the horses or us? Uh, never mind. wasn't that the coolest thing? I love seeing those horses dig in and haul that truck out. Dale Leonard saw our reports on Ford's EcoBoost and had this to say, well, here we go again. EcoBoost in the F-150, Edge and Explorer, and the poor Flex gets pushed aside. No wonder it has a 91-day supply sitting on the lots. Why is Ford ignoring this car? Dale, the Flex does have EcoBoost now, but I don't think that's going to help sales. The people who buy them love them, and Ford loves how it's bringing in buyers from other brands but sales are stuck in the doldrums and not going anywhere. Hyundai Smoke didn't like our report on how Chinese automaker Brilliance was ripping off designs from BMW and Nissan. He says, the American media picked some of the worst, most blatantly ripped off designs possible to show from China. Nothing but anti-Chinese car propaganda, it seems. Nah, Hyundai Smoke, we're not anti-Chinese. We're anti-ripoff. Some Chinese automakers are actually doing pretty good work. And besides, as we pointed out in our report, it's the Chinese media that's outing these copycat car companies. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.